in addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle of taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffat, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, along with Pastor Julian Gibb, talk with pastors and leaders about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whether you're listening on the radio or listening to us online from Phoenix or from around the world, a warm welcome to you all. This is The Kingdom and Its Stories. My name is Julian Gibb from the Harvest Foundation, and today, blessed to have (laughs) the second best radio host... (laughs) Ah. In the whole of Phoenix. So uh, his name is John Sanborn, and John is a a colorful guy. He's uh, been involved in so many things, and uh, I've known him from... uh from uh, some church days as well, yes, and his family. That's right. And uh, our, our don't forget the, that year in the circus together. Yes, that year in the circus is. The, I was uh-huh. trying to leave that bit out. Okay. But, you, know, you know. Oh, they don't know about that yet. They don't. But I'm <laughs> cleansed by the blood of the okay. Lamb. Okay. So <laughs> we've uh, all had those dark days and years. <laughs> for those listening, you will know that you too can be cleansed. <laughs> uh, but speaking seriously, just for a minute, um, John. Other than being. Um, a radio host. Yes. Uh, e- more importantly, uh, a, a, a husband and a father to, to two children. Um, tell us, what else is it that you do now? What else do I do now? Well, let me, let me narrow that because you're a bit of a live wire. So, <laughs> tell us more about um, the, the portal that you care portal okay. that you're serving. So my current position, my primary gig... Not, I'm not going to mention any of my side hustles. Or, uh, yeah. Bon Jovi tribute or jo- band. Bon Jovi, bon Jovi tribute band. <laughs> I, um, I am the Western U.S. director uh, for, for Care Portal. And uh, so I oversee Arizona, California, Utah, and Hawaii. Care Portal is a tech platform that makes needs – uh, in the child welfare system or children in families in crisis makes those local needs available to the nearest church. And so it empowers the church to serve the most vulnerable. Every day, needs are entered in by caseworkers, and churches across America can step in and help. We have a network of over 3,000 churches who are every day deciding, I we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus and address a need that's nearby. So that's that's what Care Portal is. Amen. And so, uh, how many how many churches did you say were in the network? Three thousand um, here in Arizona. We have over one hundred and twenty. Wonderful. Um, California, um, especially Los Angeles, is going nuts, and with their churches are signing up every day. There's Amen. just launched two years uh, about two, well, maybe a year and a half ago, and there's already like two hundred churches, and just in Los Angeles alone. Amen. So it's just God's doing something. So, because I'm looking at your website, and it says, you know, you the care portal started 2014, so so just seven years ago, right. with one church, and now you know, seven years on, you've got over 3,000 churches that right. come together. So this is the churches really are bonding together uh, with a common core, the common goal of, as you say, serving as Jesus's hands and feet on caring for for the vulnerable within our society. 
Absolutely. And that's really the heart of it is that we want the church to care for the children in their in their neighborhoods. And that's the, the big the big idea is is that the church is the primary institution for change in a society. But oftentimes the church doesn't know what to do. Mm. We see we all read the same Bible and we read the verses like James one twenty seven, we care the widow and the orphan. But oftentimes when it comes to now, now what do we do, or we read the Good Samaritan, mm-hmm. uh, we often don't know, or we do what I call the usual suspects, which are the turkeys and toys, uh, <laughs> turkeys at Thanksgiving and the toys at Christmas, and maybe the occasional gi- gifts of love to us, maybe someone on the side of the road. And those aren't all necessarily wrong, but are those transformative? Is that really the heart of what the Bible's talking about of James, in James or in, in the scriptures of someone at their deepest point of need, the, the, Jesus, the, the hands and feet of Jesus wrapping around that person and caring for them? That's really the heart of it. Amen. You know, because I, I, I've served as a pastor before, and um, when you are a pastor, there's just so many things that you need to focus on, you know. Sure. Yes, there's the sermon and there's the teaching, but there's also the the running the facilities. Uh, there's the pastoral care. There's the youth, the children. Sure. There's so forth, you know. And so one uh, one clear focus is reaching out to the community. Right. Um, but but often, you, you, as you say, it's kind of like, well, well, how can I do this effectively? How can right. I effectively reach out while stewarding the resources we have well? Right. Um, and, and how can we do it effectively? We, we, we uh, all are gifted at evangelism, say, you know, hey, here's, here's the word of God. Jesus loves you. Uh, come to our Sunday service and amen. You know, let's keep doing that, you know. But um but that 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 loving that discipling mm-hmm. that 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 compassion element of is well how do i transfer evangelism into acts of love right. how do i you know the, the the word is clearly there to be transformed into deeds words and deeds working together yes and so this is a well i'm not this is a portal no pun yeah. intended you know really right. to for churches to bond together as yeah. as um Paul speaks about the body, you know, with yeah. different elements, and uh, the hand does this function, the foot does that function, and, and churches, you know, there there are certain churches would excel at this, and other churches mm-hmm. would excel at that. So, bringing all those skills and abilities together is is a wonderful idea. So, how how did this start? Well, so it goes back. Uh, Care Portal was developed by the Global Orphan Project, which has been around about fourteen, fifteen years, and it, these were just ex business guys who God just broke their heart when they saw the plight of children around the world and that they felt they had to do something. And so they started doing trips and getting – but they also saw they wanted to get behind local churches around the world uh, to help them uh, to care for their own children because there could be often massive needs of orphans. You and I have traveled quite a bit and we've seen some some of these situations. And so the whole idea is the church is is helping these – rather than let's just create a – an institution or something else that is going to do that. How can we help the church nearby to care for kids? Um, but they were flying for five, seven years, and they were saying, well, wait, we're flying over our own country. Mm. What's what's right below us? The, and what are we doing about the children in our own country as well? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it, and so they – after it took several years to look to, – to research different options. Some didn't work. But when they started to listen to the caseworkers and listen to the government 
and the people who are caring for uh, we don't use orphans really in in America. We don't no. use that term, but yeah. we do have the foster care system that has four hundred thousand children in it. Wow. And here in Arizona, we have fourteen thousand children who are in in the system, and many of whom are waiting for a, a family. Many of them can be, could be working to reunite with their own family. Um, these fourteen thousand. What are we going to do about that? What are we going to do locally here in our state or in our our, our city? Mm. And so eventually, they said, "Well, if we could just." communicate to the nearest churches and get those needs known, the church could step in and do something. Mm-hmm. So think of it kind of like an Uber, like the, uh, on your, an, an Uber app on your phone. You're, the Uber doesn't run, own a bunch of cars, right? They, they have people like drivers who then decide they're willing to drive you somewhere, mm-hmm. right? And in the same way, we're not, we're not the ministry, we're not the hero. We're just con- making that connection between a need and a church, and the, the church now has the opportunity to go, hey, that's actually a real need, mm. not something that just sounds good, but some, a real need of a family in nearby who's fallen apart. Mm. Maybe, I'll give an example. Um, like there could be a grandma, uh, this happened about two years ago, uh, a grandma, her daughter was um, gone to jail, and suddenly she has five kids that were you know young young children all of them are in need of a bed mm-hmm. and uh the judge ordered that they get um they need they can't be sleeping on the floor in the in the next 48 hours or that those kids will be taken from grandmother oh my because that's that's considered an unsafe situation mm-hmm. so and this is a very poor woman and uh, she's in desperate need she would like to keep her grandchildren and so that need gets put into our system, and we in, working in partnership with different organizations. Some some organizations donate beds. Other organizations work with churches, and then nearby churches. Within that time frame, it got this, this amazing thing that the a truck some a truck became available that got beds all the way up to North to Kingman, Arizona. Wow. <laughs> and uh, with those, those kids were able to stay with their grandmother and the church was able to help and step in at that time of deep need and kept the family together. So that's five less kids that weren't in that 14,000. Yeah. That, that, so that's wonderful. You know, and being, you know, obviously I, 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 I uh, bow down to and uh, applaud the, the child services that sure. we have, you know, and uh, you're doing a wonderful job and, but obviously, being with grandma, yeah. you know, if, if it's a loving lady, you yeah. know, be helping her to to be with her grandchildren is is just wonderful. And do do you find, um, you know, some, sometimes we can think that it, it it's us that needs to fill in the gap, right? Which the, which we do. But you know, do, do you find that as you were saying that that, that this, the really it's the Holy Spirit who's doing it? You mm. know, finding the beds, finding mm. the truck, finding right. you know, p- putting all these pieces of the jigsaw together, and just. Just what we need, what you need, what I need. Right. People listening on the radio is just that obedience, that 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 awareness of, you know, what well, I've got that bed in the in the garage that's been there for like yeah. two years. It's still in right. the wrapping, you know. And so, sure. like, so so, uh, give, give us some more stories. How has the uh, care portal uh, assisted? Well, actually, let me back up. What what does the care portal? provide so so you know you can't provide everything so right. what do you what do you do, do you focus on specific things well we let the the the, the situation determine how to uh, what needs to be done so the uh, the caseworker i mean some of these caseworkers have 50 plus families and situations that they're dealing with 
at any given time. Oh, my. That's, I think that's the average in Arizona right now. It's very difficult. So they happen to meet a family, yeah. and they're, they're, they realize this is a very rough situation. And if we could just get some help. And, no, they have oftentimes resource lists. They might have a tiny bit of funding, usually well, very little actually, but they have resource lists. But then they might say, well, if churches, well, then they, historically, sometimes they'll call certain one caseworkers will call a bunch of churches they might know. Getting, getting someone to answer a phone in a church, getting someone to respond, that isn't always easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what if we created a channel that made that need uh, available to people who've said, I am willing to be a, par- a piece of that puzzle? In a sense, this it's, I'm willing to let the spirit lead me to be a part of whatever tapestry or whatever big puzzle mm-hmm. he's putting together, something beautiful, the picture, and part of that story. So that really kind of says, if a church says, I'm willing to love and serve my neighbor, uh, and then that's this willing part to make the pieces of this of this puzzle that we're talking about. So, so I just want – I'll also go back in time a little bit, is that – so there's pro- – Many of us have this problem with the system. We talk about the child – some people understandably have some – that the child welfare system is broken and they can point to examples that support their case and they're not all wrong. I mean there are some things that are very wrong. We can also – there's others of us who can point to the church and say the church is broken. We don't like the direction or things that they're doing or, they're, or, they're, or that they're not doing. So I myself had spent years overseas – and I had just finished up a seminary in the Philippines. And then I came back to my church in Arizona. And honestly, it was really hard to be a part of the American church, a wealthy church in Paradise Valley, which you and I, you know, it was hard. It was hard to be around extended wealth after um, seeing such poverty. I remember we tested my first Sunday back, we we're testing acoustic sound panels. And I had just come from a church in a garbage dump in the Philippines. And so there was this contrast, like a painful contrast where I was becoming very critical and losing the ability to make any difference because a critic mm. – people do not want to listen to a critic for very long. Right. And, and so um, Bob Moffat, who was my mentor at the time, took me aside and said, uh, Jonathan, something you need to know that – Here's something I think would be important for you. He goes, it's better to light one candle than curse the darkness. Mm. And that stuck with me because I was doing a lot of cursing the darkness, so to speak, seeing what, pointing out what's wrong with the yeah. church, big American church, broad brushstrokes so that I could dismiss that and potentially even walk away from it. Right. But Bob was challenging me to say, why don't you provide solution, a solution? And so I actually – so going back – I've gone back to that conversation a thousand times Mm. and how it's altered – that altered my life to be a positive source for change rather than a critique of the problem. And so when I – when I remember I was with the state of Arizona. I was the faith liaison representing social services in Arizona with the Department of Child – Department of Economic Security. I was – I went to the launch of Care Portal – uh, at Grand Canyon University, and I'm sitting there work- while I was working for the state going, now that is lighting a candle. Mm. That's actually not – that's providing a real solution that makes sense mm. for a church if we're ever going to change this. Mm-hmm. As if I was also a pastor for uh, for five to seven – you know, between five and seven years, if you add, how you add it all up. But um, 
there was a circ- a year of the circus in there too, but that's a whole other story. Uh, but though I was, I were go. No, that's what churches need mm. a, an on ramp to make a difference in a big problem. So okay. that goes back to that 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 circumstance that I knew that was that was changing. You're listening to the Kingdom and its stories. My name is Julian Gibb, and today we're blessed to have John Sanborn, excuse me, from uh, the Care Portal. And John has just been explaining how the Care Portal is there. You know, it's a doorway. It's a it's a way that the church can can materially, physically, spiritually interact, help, and serve those mm-hmm. in our local and indeed looking at their website here across the United States of America. And so, John, as you were saying. Uh, that the church is is able to 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 find ways to to respond to 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 present needs. Yeah. So so the care portal uh, acts as in a sense a, a go between between the the, the government services, right? Uh, who uh, are, are doing their absolute best and uh, doing a great job. And here's a, a call out to them. Um, but also, this is how the church can join right. with the state. So mm-hmm. church and state, perish the thought, yeah. working together exactly. in order to reach out to the vulnerable, right. needy people within our society. Is this right? That's absolutely right. And so and this extends also – this affects child welfare, but it also – this could be school systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be the, the, you know, the, the Los Angeles Police Department enters in needs. We have refugee groups. We have pregnancy centers. There's more than three to four. There's between three and four hundred different agencies across America, all different kinds, Indian tribes to children's hospitals, low income like uh, immigration advocates. You know, yeah. all these different groups are entering in needs and making that available to the nearest church. So it's it's bigger than just simply one. As long as if there's a child in need, that's really our heart. If there's a child in need in crisis, we want the church to be there. Because as you say, of, often. Um if you're uh, not a church leader, you just don't know the need. You know there's needs out there. You, right. You're driving to the store and you see the needs on you know right. people on the street and so forth, and you know them. But it's how do I, uh, you know, how, how do I get involved? What what, right. what can I do? I'm, I'm not that well organized. I don't know. So so the answer right. is you, mm-hmm. uh, the care portal. That so so how you know you spoke of uh, like an Uber app before. Right. Yeah. How let, let's lower this down to the intellect of my level. <laughs> so um, how. Can I? Yeah. How can the person listening get involved in care? So, so go from go from scratch. Go so, from scratch. So, so, okay. So, okay. Care, care portal sounds great. I'm in. What do I do? So there's a lot of different ways. So the easy one is to the easiest is to go careportal.org. Okay. Careportal.org, and look at different ways that you can get involved. It's like if you're an individual, there's something that you can do. You could actually find any need in America, actually, mm. and help meet that need. Mm. Even if, I mean, there are people, that's all they do. They're, they might be stuck at home uh, in a wheelchair, or I don't, I'm, just, I'm just speculating, but there are people who are stuck at home, can't get out, but this is a way they can give back. So they can just help fund and meet a need anywhere in America. Uh, there's also, uh, we also want the church always to be at the point of care. So really the, the heart of it is that if we could get your, your church involved, and that doesn't mean another program that your pastor needs to run or something. This is really just some people in your church who are willing to say, we can meet a need once a week or once a month and do something to give back, and it could be uh, something tangible. So I actually looked, you know, we have a Care Portal app as well. Okay. Um, but I just looked at the app this morning right, um, right before I got here, and you can look at what are the needs near me. 
and uh, this is just a, a, a couple, a few miles from our sta- the station here. It says, "Help preserve a kinship placement." Uh, this was entered 13 hours ago. Okay, Their kinship means a family a family member who wants to keep the kid. Kids. Uh, so it's um, so the family member is taking care of a one week old baby girl. This family member has already adopted the older brother of the newborn, so they want to keep the the, the siblings together. She is in need of a preemie or newborn diapers and or and preemie or newborn baby girl clothing. This little baby was born substance exposed and needs all the extra love she can get from the community. Thank you so much, Tammy. So Tammy's the caseworker. Okay. And so Tammy uh, let put entered in that need yesterday and it was approved by her supervisor. Right. And that went to a 15 mile radius of every church who's in care portal. Yeah. And so that gives the opportunity. So what could you could your church respond to that? That's that's the you know that's the question. Wow. And so then that means I said yes I can help. So I could either send money. Uh, it says $125 value, yep. or I, my church could actually go say I can and respond and go meet that need. That's great. So, and I also think there's important in this discussion of the difference between what is a transaction, mm-hmm. transactional help, mm-hmm. and what is a transformational help. Tell us about that. Okay. A transaction means it's like an Amazon delivery. Right. That's a transaction. Mm-hmm. Something that was de- dropped on the doorstep and left. Yeah. We believe Care Portal is a place of transformational connection where that need is – where it's not only – yes, it's, it's about baby wipes. It's about diapers and it's about – those all matter. It's, that could be the cup of water or the clothing that Jesus called us to give. Yeah. But it also is that you're now the presence of Christ to a, to a woman. You're knocking on the door to help this person. And she's seen someone who's never met, who's volunteer, who's not paid to but actually willingly volunteered to love a neighbor. Yeah. And be there for them. And things happen in that space. That's a very powerful space when we're willing to be available to serve someone in need. That could have been just a five-minute interaction. Maybe you could say, well, we'd love to – we're here for you. We could, could, I, could I pray for you? And then she may, may or may not say – it doesn't matter. You don't know. But that might be all that happens. Or it could lead to something that you find out. Maybe they could use she, – she can't get to a job interview mm. because of – you know, with a, a preemie, you know, a premature baby, uh, 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 in addition to another child. Yeah. And so, if a little bit of help in around the house or childcare or some connections to childcare could make it. I don't know what the situation is, but when you step into it and let God lead you and the Spirit lead you into a messy situation, you, God can use it. So that's, I mean, that, that that that's wonderful. You know, as you're saying, you know. Diapers, food, beds, yes, yes, yes. You know, uh, you know. In Scripture, it says, "Don't just tell people about Jesus right. and, not, and not meet their needs." Right? Yeah. You know, meet them. People who are hungry need food right. and the bread of life. Right. And so, what you're saying here is, you know, that 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 the, the, these items come no strings. Yeah. You know, take them and, uh, but also a, a relationship right. can also come with it. Uh, uh, and so, give give us some stories. Uh, you know, of course, um, we're, we're not going to include names. Or, right. But give us give give us a story of of how Care Portal has been in action. Um. So. Just recent, you know, about a year. Actually, it was a year ago. A need went in, but it wasn't for diapers. It was actually for a mother who had committed suicide in front of her children. Goodness, it was absolutely horrific. And we decided that we and the the supervisor t- called me up, and we we're just saying, it's the landlord is demanding five thousand dollars to clean up the apartment, hazmat type thing situation. This is after this is the 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 aunt was in the other room, and came out and. Tr- 
un- hor- horrific trauma, and now she's asked to pay $5,000. So we put the need in the care portal. It says it's a lot of money, but who knows what God will do with it. So long story short, I actually did a whole show just on that one, this one's uh, um, this one story. But it ended up that the church said we could help. They actually m- mentioned it to other church people in their network. They ended up get, raising f- about $15,000. They got involved with the aunt, came support. They met with the children and walked with this aunt as she worked through the trauma, walked with these young children as they worked through their trauma, ended up connecting to a, a, a relative in Kentucky. And a year later, flew this grandma flew uh, the, with the two children because that grandma from the church knew those kids better than the caseworkers and flew the two kids to a permanent home with family in Kentucky. A beautiful, beautiful story of love and walking with someone in need. Incredible story in the power of Christ. Oh, man. Well, you people listening on the radio, you can get involved. Look it up, thecareportal.org. There's a way that you can get involved. Join the team, all Christians bonding together with their, their skills, their gifts, their abilities, so that we can really work and serve the vulnerable in society. You've been listening to The Kingdom and Its Stories. My name is Julian Gibb. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.